Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, Second Chance Moped Podcast. We're back. We're here in the basement. We are on the dark side of winter, and I say that because, like, we're gaining light. But it still sucks because now we're in that like zero to negative part of winter, the February, I call it. Like I had PTSD as a kid because I went to a small town, middle of nowhere, Minnesota, and we'd actually have to get bused to a different town for middle school. And I just remember looking out the bus window to the frozen tundra and like, I will never live out in the country again because I just, oh my God, like I'm almost having a panic attack reliving these memories um but yeah mopeds it's fun ah, i gotta admit it everybody i didn't get anything done this weekend like i got my garage warmed up and i stared at stuff and i got some brakement fit and i got some i did nothing like but i'm gonna be taking a little adventure with a guy who i talked about a lot early on the podcast merlin who was like a second dad to me me and him are gonna be taking a little road trip to go pick up some mopeds because mopeds um i had to get my coffee in there but yeah winter's winter's a thing it's um we're getting through it like i always tell people if i can get through february we're good to go because it's all downhill from there because usually in the midwest we can sneak a ride in on a 50 degree march day at some point um so that's what i'm looking forward to you know between that and like working at least when i get home now it's not dark but it's still almost dark um so yeah, got that going for us. Mopeds are rad and mopeds make me happy. And I got a lot of cool moped news today when I got home that I cannot talk about because I said I wouldn't, but it is happy news. And I hope people get to hear that ray of sunshine soon. Um, yeah, but this week's a little different guest for us. Um, I asked this person right around the Chad Burke's building gather to be on. And it was because I always heard, I always heard about somebody in this part, in this relationship. And I never heard about the other person in the relationship. And that's one thing that I've really come to love about this podcast for me. It's I actually get to know people versus like we go to rallies and we shake hands. We don't remember names. And then five, and we just kind of do that like quick, you know, not necessarily a resume, but a quick, how you do to the new person then kind of find our people we know all the time. And I get to actually get to know people. And that's what I love. I love to get to know people. Um, and with that being said, I want to introduce this week's guest. Patrick Hirschberger. How's it going? How's it going, Patrick? Um, Patrick, where are you, where are you coming out of for us? Oh, I am in Kalamazoo. I'm part of KMR Kalamazoo Moped Riders. Awesome, awesome. Um, let me get my sip of coffee again. It's it's a two sip night, kids. All right, Patrick. Um, thank you very much for being on. <laughs> and here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journey. You know what it was like. I.e., the very first time they remember seeing a moped, middle part of the journey, kind of you know just middle mm-hmm. part, and then what it's like today. So, Patrick. Let me ask you, what was your first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but like the first time you can remember seeing, hey, that's a moped. So um, I was, it was really early on in Chad and I's relationship. We um, had gone on a couple times and I was like, can we hang out? 
And he was like, I'm doing this thing. It's a really big event. Um, I only do it once a year. There's going to be a ton of people here. And I, I can't dedicate time. But like, if you want to come through and check it out, that's cool. I'm like, that's, that's fine. And at the time, I did a lot more photography than I do now. Um, so I brought my film camera down and oh, I just, you know, went into a quarter kick, um, Chad Burke's shop. And I was like, what the fuck? And then there was like, <laughs> all this shit going on. And there was, um, everybody was building and wrenching and like, you name it. And so it was kind of my like, because I had literally never, I don't even recall, I'm sure I've seen mopeds before that. Yeah. But I just didn't pay attention. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not, um, it's not traditional in my, my thing. Before I rode a moped, like, I was not having getting on a motorcycle. Like it was not, not going to happen. It just wasn't in your wheelhouse at all. It wasn't, you know, like I'm very, um, and not that design and mo- uh, and motorcycles and whatever don't go hand in hand, but like I do a lot of design stuff. I'm a mural guy. Um, it just, I never put any attention into it. Um, you know, as a kid, I had a bike. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I just, um, I started hanging out at building together the CUBG and um just talking with people and watch people work and and it wasn't until you know the springtime that i actually started to ride and um you know it it was a lot easier than i thought you know it wasn't there was there wasn't a lot that you had to learn a few things you know about how to lean into things and whatever but it wasn't complicated gearing which um was you know a freak out for me and then um sure no let me let me pause you a little bit on here patrick um i'm a weird with numbers which building gather was this that you, you Chad, which building gather was that um that was 2014 2014 so okay uh, built to last i think built to last uh, yeah that was building gather seven building gather seven okay because i'm weird about numbers and timelines and making everything the making the puzzle fit for some reason it's it was so. six or seven it was one of the two because let's we just had build and gather 11 okay and i've yeah. been doing design work for it ever since the year after 2015. so 2015 is when i started doing design work for it. right on right on um so did you did you grow up like i always dabble a bit in people's like growing up lifestyle like what was like was there any mechanics or anything like that? You said you weren't uh, all interested in that. Like I grew up in a mechanical background and I don't know, but I find it awesome that a lot of people in the moped community didn't have that growing up and they still found a way to find their niche in this. Cause like, yeah, go ahead. No, no, it's your, your show. Um, no, like, I mean, I live next to like people that did like, um, small town NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, besides hearing them, you know, wrenching and cussing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that was pretty much my experience I mean no I just my uh my family wasn't really into anything like that and I didn't have friends that were like I had friends that did we did a lot of like biking as far as yeah. like you know bicycle two-wheeled and we had uh, um we lived right next to what would become like a kind of a big bike park so a lot of they'd have a lot of like cyclists um like team sports and stuff. Um, so that was really cool. But I mean, you know, I, if I broke my bike, like I'd have to take somebody to get it fixed. Like I wasn't fixing it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's not, it's not necessarily for me, like 
the mechanical side of people's it seems like mechanics get into mopeds for some reason because i think it's because it's cheap and like you know maddie boo said you know i can't afford this but i can afford this and blah blah blah. so like that's awesome that yeah i don't know where i was going with that because i'm still waking up for my nap patrick um but yeah so the springtime is when you first got on a moped after that building gather do you remember which moped you got on for the first time so you know i think i was writing i writing wasn't a motive con what was i writing chad it was the brown one. Oh, the motron oh the motron yeah yeah the okay motron, when i started out on I mean, you know, and it was, it's an actually, it's what we kind of like put, um, we call it the one of the loner bikes. So mm-hmm. um, whenever there's somebody new, like they go on the Motron. Um, yeah. and it's just a real easy bike um, and it keeps up pretty well, but it, it's, it's, it's also pretty stable and doesn't break down much. So, well, that's all you can ask for out of a loner bike. Um, and it I, sounds like I, a good first bike to ride on. Yeah. And then I, then I rode, I think I rode Tomos a little bit. Um, and then I, um, Fairly shortly started with a Gadabout, okay. which is my current bike now, which I really love. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome. So you talked to you got a little crash course in moped culture right away with Chad's uh build and gather. And like I find it fascinating how a lot of us like at least my experience, like Jason from uh Richmond, Virginia Moped Monday podcast, like the first moped experience we really had is like a moped rally i mean granted chad's thing is a little different but it's still got the heart and soul of moped rally when was the first time you got on like maybe not so much a group ride but like what was your first big moped rally you ever went to to kind of experience that we um went to a moped rally in um was it like ann arbor fc okay um area and yeah, the, no-no. the no-nos um i think that was like a year after or so because i didn't okay. do anything about it i didn't go on any rallies or anything for about a year or so afterwards and that was like when i got to really see you know like everybody coming in your traditional rally mm-hmm. um we we had i think an event that was kind of like a one-day rally yeah that just a... before that mm-hmm. um like locally um, and that was really cool because it was just like you know it's a sea of bikes. Yeah. Um. So you you will experience um with a big group ride like that. You had that you went to the no nos thing. Um. What are you kind of? I mean, with a lot of us, it's we're all in for moped cult life, and Chad being all in. What was your kind of? thought process with this kind of because this wasn't necessary to me it sounds like this wasn't it was something you chose obviously but like what is your thought of this whole moped culture at this point in your life like i realize you have your own life you with with your murals your drawing i see your digital sketches in the background there but like what's kind of going through your what's kind of going through your mind in all this weird punk rock gypsy kind of lifestyle well i mean and i I have to back up a little bit because okay. part of the part of the reason like Chad and I think I think we really hit it off is because we both had really deep passions for our hobbies mm-hmm. um, or for you know for what we did. And um, you know, and it's it's more than just hobbies to us, it's also our businesses and and um, when you have something like that that takes a lot of time and you have like a day job or whatever on top of that, 
you know, it's just a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, in a lot of um, past relationships, both of us have had issues with time jealousy. Um, and so it was really, it was really cool to like hit it off with somebody that was just as passionate about something, you know, um, it was what they did. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause there's times when like, you know, when he goes in the first year of us like hanging out, he would do rallies and stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, no big deal. Like you're doing your thing. And there would be times when I would do mural festivals or whatever. And like, you know, I'd be gone for a week or two and that was it, you know, like you're doing your thing. Like, it's just, it's an expectation where I see, or I've had a lot of other issues previously that, you know, like it was like, well, you're not spending time with me or we're not doing this. I'm like, well, we, you know, you only have so much time in your day and like, you really appreciate the time that you spend together. But at the same time, like these are our passions and this is what we're doing and we're not stopping for that. So um, I feel like with Mopeds, with Chad, I mean, it's something that he's always, you know, he's something he's always done since he's been a kid carried into his adult life where, you know, he is a moped encyclopedia slash, you know, a museum of bikes. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and, and I appreciate the culture and I've met so many really cool people and the groups and we've traveled and you've done, uh, I, I love rallies for that reason. You know, it's like you meet new people, you see people you haven't seen in a year, you have great food wherever you're going, mm-hmm. you know, and you just, you know, like, I love the rides, um, but at the same time, like, I might not be able to uh, talk shop with everybody, but at this, you know, there's so many things to do at rallies. Like, you don't necessarily have to, like, be a gearhead to appreciate those things. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a weird outgoing introvert because, like, one-on-one, I'll talk your ear off. You get me in a crowd, I'll just stab back and kind of watch everybody and observe the dance, and that's what I'm a big fan of just like I love that human interaction when it comes to any events um, whether it be concerts um, conferences I'd have to go to for other stuff in my life like I love to see the dance that is life Um, and you talk about finding that balance in your relationship with Chad and Chad's relationship with you like at what point did you kind of was it because you started caring for Chad more or was it because you started caring for mopeds more? You wanted to go to more moped things. I mean, you know, we, um, I mean, is it the chicken or the egg type of deal? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, because um, I don't know anything about you. Like from my understanding, you go to more stuff with them now, blah, blah, blah. You guys are married, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm just kind of wondering, like, at what point did we suck you in? Cause it sounds like mopeds have sucked you in a little bit more than, I feel like it was probably in the first year-ish because I mean, you know, with you know, with rallies and all, not necessarily me going to rallies at that point in time, but like just people coming through the shop or whatever, like you, there's all this interconnectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd make like, you know, little, you know, one or two day trips to like Toledo or Detroit or like pick, to pick up a bike or like do something like that. You just meet people and like, those people, you know, they're first they're strange old strangers and acquaintances, but you know, it doesn't take long to like, you know, make real friendships. And um, there's just a lot of fun people in in the community. I feel like there's a lot there's a lot of like craziness in a fun way, and the weirdos and whatever, right? In like mm-hmm. the moped world, but that's the same with the art world. Like, oh, yeah. there's 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 always personalities that show up. And, and so that wasn't a shock to me. You know, these are just a lot of people having fun with life. 
And, you know, it's not a hobby everybody has. It's not football, you know, like it's not a traditional um, hobby. So I feel like it it's just attracts interesting people. Yeah, good, good point. Hang out with, period. Yeah, good point. Um, so you talk about like people coming in and out of the shop um, and kind of meeting these people. Like what was your, you talk about like, what was your first, what you call long distance to go to a rally i'm trying to like because i realize you guys are so close to ohio i don't really count that as it's out of town but it's not out of town because like you guys are just neighbors almost it's like me going over to wisconsin which is 45 minutes away i mean you guys are an hour and a half whatever so like what's Um, your first like long distance going to a moped rally experience and and still my love is new orleans Um, okay we've we don't rub it in don't rub it in because last year (laughs) i was supposed to i was gonna go down before rona shut the world down i'm like i'll and i was so tired from the season and work i'm like i'll get it next year and then whatever so thanks for rubbing it in in two years uh the the year prior we went to france at the same time as the uh, to the nola rally was going on which i mean it sucks because like really i love going to that rally it's like yeah it's I love the people, I love the city. Um riding in New Orleans is nuts. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's a great time. It's an excellent yeah. time. It's, and I can't wait to go hopefully this year. And if um, not this year, the next year. You talk about that, and I, I get to see Chad posting some of his stuff from past memories. I get to see some of your past memories. Like what was like that going to France? Was that just was that kind of an art trip or was that like a moped no, trip or like- so a little backstory, Chad's been going since he was a kid. He got, um, he was part of a, um, a student exchange program uh, in fifth grade. And then he's awesome. just been, going, you know, ever since on different trips. And I, I wanted to go to Europe and um, there was some guys from Dose Cycle that had gotten a hold of us or had gotten a hold of Chad. I mean, and because there was this like, motorcycle um swap meet that was going down in italy oh, and so awesome so, so we were, he was like well how would you feel about you know going to italy and i'm like well if we're going to do this like let's add in france you know mm-hmm. let's just, like do this trip and get there early and do france and then like go to italy and do that and see whatever and so we did and it was and you know i didn't I didn't plan any murals or anything. Like I just wanted to like see stuff yeah. and just hang out and like obviously eat good food and, and whatever. So that's what we did. It was a little short. It was only like 11 days, 13 yeah. days. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, like, we packed it in. Like, oh yeah. No joke. Like we, we, our legs hurt every day. <laughs> I was going to say, were you exhausted and you just wanted to go home so in you could sleep? Way. Yeah. In a good way. It wasn't like you only had so much time. And when you like, I almost feel like I do that when we do um, rallies in cities that I haven't been before. Or if mm-hmm. I do like mural stuff in cities I haven't been before, if I've only got X amount of time, well, I want to hit these places. It's usually food. Yeah. It's usually, oh, yeah. <laughs> usually food or like, you know, and, and I'm not like a, typically I'm not a super touristy guy. Mm-hmm. Like I think that typical tourist attractions are exactly that, you know, and that's not really showing like, the life that is a city and you're never going to get that in a small trip anyways, but you can, you can still experience like the real, real, when you go places instead of just like, what's the presentation for you. 
Well, I now, think France, I mean, you know, I it was our first trip and it's not going to be our last trip. Yeah. So I was like, let's get the big ones. Let's you got to hit the Louvre, the Eiffel hand. Tower, that stuff. Exactly. You know, so we did. Um, and then, like, we went to Italy um, and met up with the guys from Dose. And, like, we did this. <laughs> I tell you what, like, that um, that spot it was crazy. Oh, it was I can't just even imagine. Huge, it was it was like a giant flea market all related to generally two-wheeled vehicles. That sounds beautiful. There were, you know, all these languages being spoken. Um, thankfully, you know, Chad is fluent in French. Uh, but, like, there was one conversation where, like, um, there was some an exchange of, like, some people that were doing some crafting of parts for, mo- for racing bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a Vespa. And... Um, and so they spoke Italian and a little bit of French. The guys from Dose, I don't, I think they just spoke English. And then Chad spoke French and could kind of understand Italian. And so there was like this like four person conversation. <laughs> and at the same time, they had like mole wine, like there's like this warm wine that like they were selling from like a Euro piece. So I'm just like, Drifting back to the mole line, getting there, like, <laughs> watching this conversation, drifting back for some more mole line. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, it was just, nice. It was awesome. Um, but it was, you know, like, it, actually, weirdly enough, one of the things that sticks with me, um, seeing some, like, actual Nazi propaganda, like, that when people were selling, that was crazy. That yeah. was crazy to something, so, being so close to something that you know is, like, fucking evil. Yeah, and somebody was just trying to sell it. You know, it's yeah. not legal stuff, but somebody was like selling it as swap meat. That yeah, you weird. can get anything at any swap meat around um, the world. Yeah, we got some really cool um, retro moped stickers, which was which was fun. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's, there's so many memories on that trip. Now, did you get to? Did you guys get to do any moped riding while you're in fan, France? No, no, oh, okay. we didn't. Um, we didn't meet up with anybody. I think next time that's probably definitely on uh, the agenda. And the weird thing in Paris, we didn't really see. Did we see any mopeds? We saw a couple. We saw a couple, but it was like yeah, really all like. Yeah, there was. It wasn't the moped scene there? At least we didn't directly see it in the city. Well, it's mostly switched over. Yeah, to scooters. scooters. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I thought I don't know if Chad. I heard on Chad talk about the like, scooters, or whatever. Because again, you got you're kind of rubbing in my face a little bit. I was supposed to go over to Holland last year for a moped event, and oh, cool. yeah. Well, you know, no, we'll all get together go, soon. We'll all get together soon. Go to Chicago. From where did the guys go uh, from Chicago? Um, did they go to Spain? Yeah, they went to Spain. That was really watching some of their images and videos and stuff was super rad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to, I would definitely like to do moped stuff when we go back. And honestly, next time when we go back, like, I want to go for like half a month. Like, no joke. I want to go for half a month. And then I want to just like stick in one place generally and not do like this crazy hop because like it was. It was nuts. Yeah, and I I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But like next time around, it's gonna be like we're gonna like stay in one area and then and really take it in. That's so mentally taxing when you're traveling and you're trying to get everything in because we're gonna have fun, damn it! And then like you just, I get so bogged down. I'm just like, I just want to. Like I really so so like the first time we were in New Orleans. there was there was definitely some like galleries and stuff that I wanted to check out 
mm-hmm. and I had to see. And like, I still go back to those, some of those places when we go back and there's certain restaurants and stuff too. But like the first time for me is always like, all right, this is the list. We've got to hit this stuff. I'm going to hit at least 80% of this list. That's and so I'll, awesome I'll you plan like that. But like now, like if I go back to some place, I feel like you've you've already established a couple of like things that you like to do and you don't have to go as hard as you did the first time. Unless, mm-hmm. unless you want to, but I don't find myself doing that as, as much. So, but I mean, <laughs> you know, it just depends on where you're going, right? Like how much time you have. Exactly, exactly. Um, so you talk about like going to New Orleans um, was your favorite or one of your first long trips. Um, what's uh let me try to ask you, what was your first time? I imagine you've gotten out to the West Coast a few times for no, only like once. Oh wow, I figured you guys well, so okay. There's a huge di- there's a huge difference between traveling between what I do and what Chad does typically. Typically in Europe for me, I have a lot of mural events. So mm-hmm. I don't have so much time for vacation, you know, because you know work. Yep, and yep. So I'll have to a lot of times schedule mural stuff and if i go down to miami or if i go down to like you know wherever you know I, there's a kansas city uh, mural festival that i've uh take part in generally when it's not fucking covid um <laughs> when is but, that kansas city mural festival usually it's in, it's in like uh generally it's in uh late summer early fall okay i have a i got a good friend down there and i escaped down to kansas city but once every couple months to go ride in beautiful city i love it that's yeah, great. And um, but so you know, our schedules don't always cross for this kind of stuff. You know, you just you just have to manage the time that you have, right? So mm-hmm. um, but we went down to visit a guy, um, one of our good buddies, uh his name's G. Uh he was part of KMR and then moved down to uh the Berkeley area uh, okay. in the Bay. Um and so we visited him and then met up with a ton of people um and did a ride through berkeley and that was yeah it was, a, it was a lot of fun like the hills everything was great yeah i um that's one of my things i gotta do is go right around san francisco on a moped myself um what i i <laughs> i was gonna ask you what where's the place you never want to go ride mopeds again um but what's like the first time you just want to like you're absolutely frustrated with mopeds. You're like, you're just like, this stuff isn't working. I chat, I'm pissed. Like, ah. I, I, um, my husband is like a moped mechanic. So like, yeah. if he's not fixing it, I mean, probably, I don't want to say nobody is, but like, you can, <laughs> can probably get it to run. And if it's not, if it's that busted, yeah. get in the chase. Yeah. Get in the chase and like drink a beer or whatever. And just, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, like, what's your first experience in Chase? What was that like for you? Oh, Chase is a lot of. I mean, usually it's a lot of fun. So yes, like, it is. Typically now, um, when we did the first um, multi-group rally in Indiana, um, Gramacon, um, okay. we, I was chased for that with a couple people, and like I really actually enjoyed being chased. Mm-hmm um it's just it's mission oriented so that kind of stuff i like doing anyways and i love the ride you know but like if if it comes down to it and i need to be chased i'll be chased um so yeah i mean i i like being chased I, if you're in the chase you know you make the best of it like what are you gonna do like 
as yeah. long as you're not like, busted off and injured, you know, exactly. And it's, it's always a good welcoming committee in the chase. Like everybody's, they're either having fun or they're having fun. You know, it's a moped rally. Um, my creepiest um, uh, chase event happened in Indiana and it was just cornfields everywhere. Yeah. And like just nothing but cornfields. And we were going down this road and we saw, um, we saw one of the Greg. guys from Chicago, Greg, Greg for the Muranos, and he was walking his bike. And we're like, oh, here we go. You know, we didn't know that he, because you could, like, there was no reception either. Like, it was just yeah. shit reception. So we're just going on the route. We're going on the route, making sure, you know, like, see if we need to pick anybody up. And it wasn't too bad. Like, we didn't really have to make, like, that many runs, considering how many people were there. Um, but so we're going to pick up Greg. And I'm with Lucy from Texas. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're getting out. And, like, Greg's kind of like, because we parked in front of Greg, you know, with the trailer. And Greg's walking towards us and Lucy and I get out and we see like this shadow, like run from one side of the road to the other. And we're like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? And Lucy and I both looked at each other and we're like, we're not fucking crazy. Like, that it was a dark blur that went from one side to the other, like human size. Yeah. One side to the, it just ran. And like, and I'm like, Greg, like, was there, were, are we missing somebody? He's like, no, I've been out here walking for a half an hour with my bike. And it was just like, let's, let's get the fucking bike. Out of the yeah. This how people die. This is how people die, and we're leaving now. Yeah, yeah. One of the creepiest things that's ever happened. Like, literally, still makes the hair on my arms like raised. Um, but yeah, it was, that was that was a good story. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I'm. I, I, life is weird sometimes. Well, I always tell people I don't believe in ghosts but I don't not believe in ghosts as well. So like I have enough healthy respect and fear not to fuck with them. So you did the right call, my guy, like just getting, <laughs> getting the fuck out of there. It's like, yeah. um, so we've, we talked about you getting on bikes a little bit and I, I talk about people and I've talked to about people. I've talked to people about this before. Like, when was the first time I, I call it touch? I call it like touching the sky or the, everybody, you know, some people call it moped smile because I smile every time I'm on a moped. I feel happy and great, but like every once in a while, we all get that like kind of euphoric moment where like everything is fucking right in the world. Like this I'm with my buds or I'm with myself and like nature's right. Like, do you remember like the first time you really kind of had that super smile ride on a moped? I don't want to be super general about this, but one of the reasons I like getting on mopeds is because it's, it clears my head. Exactly. And so I just, a lot of times like when you're riding, you know, you shouldn't be focusing on things otherwise, other than that, because like, you know, you're, you have no canopy around you other than mm-hmm. like your helmet and the gear you have for protection. So um, no, but I mean, really it's just, you get on a bike and like, if it's been a rough day, who cares? Just mm-hmm. like, focus on the ride, you know, breathe the air, enjoy it. Um, I mean, I do that every time I'm on a moped. Yeah. And there's no wrong. And like, I always tell people, there's no wrong answer for that. And like, I'm a hundred percent with you on that, Patrick. Like that's some of the thing I'm missing being in the winter nine months out of the year. Like, thankfully I, I have art. So, I mean, I, uh, one of the things I do when I'm painting or if I'm doing design, I generally just like lose myself and like 
let the time fly because that's you know when you're doing something you love like the time time means nothing yeah yeah um and let's talk a little bit how you and i kind of first interact with each other and talk about how you and chad and the rest of the kalamazoo moped writers decided to do the online building gather this year like what was the process how did it on your guys i was lucky i felt lucky enough to be a part of um but like what was your guys's decision to finally say we got to do online um and how was the coordination and how did everything go on your guys's end because i know you're a big part of that along with the rest of the kalamazoo moped riders so as a group during covid we have been i pride ourselves in how safe we've been with this um you know like if we're in the shop we're wearing masks um typically we try to do everything outside even now like if we're having if we're hanging out with like moped people like we got you know we have heaters and we're on the porch you know and we put some distance between us like mm-hmm. that's just that's just how we're rolling with this um and so it was it was a no-brainer to do something virtual for this year year for this last year and we've never done anything like that before like we're not um I'm not a web designer. Like we just, none of this felt like comfortable to do, but we know that we had to do it because mm-hmm. like we just weren't comfortable with having um, people from all over the place, you know, when people are really not generally traveling much anyways, doing an event. I mean, you know, CVG 11 super spreader. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> attractive thing to do. And so we just, um, thankfully, um, uh, Brianna Asmus, um, one of our group members, um, you know, she's been doing a lot. She's a, um, a teacher at a college, a professor, excuse me. And she um, does a lot of Zoom meetings and Zoom teachings and all this other stuff. So she was like, look, like, let's just, let's do this. Like, let's set up um, an event. And then we talked about how we wanted to structure the event. Um, and then we had to go about like testing it with, um, you know, how are we mounting cameras or phones or iPads and, you know, what about a schedule? And so all that kind of started to fall into place. Um, and we, we already have um, a, um, like KMR has a page, Tons of Writers has a website where we already have like, um, you know, you can do events where uh, you can run PayPal through it and all that. So, mm-hmm. and people can order shirt sizes and do that. But um, at the same time, like, you know, this typically like people would just, you know, they'll show up to the event and they'll be like, okay, well, you know, here's 20 bucks and, you know, yeah. here's your badge, here's your rally pack. <laughs> you know, and like I write it down in a book, but like that couldn't happen this year. So like, and typically with these events, like, you know, you'll have some people, maybe you'll have like half the people um, register in advance, maybe. Yeah, because moped then, people were irresponsible like that. Oh, well, you know, you don't even know if you're going to make it that weekend. And exactly. So you just go up and, and, but, and, and then you just like go from there. And there's a lot of like either people are paying with like Square or cash or whatever. But like this, like everything had to be like, okay, like, how do I do this? Or somebody mm-hmm. would email me. So like I set up a new email account. Um, you know, I did the chain emails for people. Like as soon as somebody registered, I had like three tabs open. I had, you know, I had the different apps for money. 
Um, I had the website open, I had Messenger open, I had Gmail open, and then I would watch, just refresh, refresh, refresh. And so like mm -hmm. people would either be like, hey, I wanna, I wanna, you know, get on the event. I'm like, okay, boop, here's an email, here's a link, do this, do this. And then, you know, I just pretty much like send an email back, but like, okay, here's your information. And that information had like, you know, your initial like ticket number and like all the uh, Zoom, like the, the folder for like the Zoom calls. And so like, I was mostly a one man, like Q and A and, you know, people, yeah, like people just like came through, like I, I was almost, I guess the gateway okay. for getting into the event. Um, and, you know, Brianna was doing a lot of like, you know, video work if need be, or running around. It was like pretty much just three of us at the event because we didn't want a lot of like KMR at the shop either during yeah. that time period because, you know, like we just, as minimal as possible. So we pretty much had like a three person show for like, um, you know, those two and a half days. And, you know, like it was, it was a lot of me like staring at a computer screen and like rubbing my eyes and hoping it didn't fall off. <laughs> I mean, I think we, I feel pretty good about how it went. Mm -hmm. um, there was no major um, glitches that happened. No. And, you um, guys did an amazing job with it. And like, I somehow got a nickname Days out of it from the boys at Monday, our Moped <laughs> Monday podcast, because I kept playing Days of Thunder in the background. And like, that's the thing about, I'll say, one benefit, if we can look at any benefits from COVID, at least on myself, um, it forced me to catch up with technology because. I felt myself falling behind a little bit. Just, you know, I hadn't really owned a computer in about 10 years. I mean, other than my phone, but like laptop, I bought one now. I understand how to do Zoom, bare minimum. Um, and just a few other things. Like it that's one benefit we can if we can look at anywhere. And I am grateful that you guys did that, Chad. You guys did the build and gather the way you did it this year. Um, Chad didn't know me at all, but I kept kind of, I was halfway trolling him, telling him I was going to show up to his shop, um, for it, but, um, we were, we were kept the door locked. Yeah. <laughs> no, we like, some of us were, were jokingly scheming. We're just going to use his wifi. We're all going to sit outside in our cars. Um, well, but, and even, even that, like, like we had, you know, coming down to connectivity issues, like, do we have the bandwidth for this? Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised, like, and, uh, the, you talk about, like, the raffle, we had, I don't know, probably 100, 130 people on that call. Yeah, there was a lot. Which, I mean, and it went down smooth. I was, I was amazed. So, yeah, but no, it's it de definitely, like, you're using a lot of different technology, and it all has to work together. Yep. Um, so it was a little bit of a crash course um, on that. And, you know, in retrospect, it was really, it was really fun though, too, because like we got to do a lot of things that we'd never done before. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it, you still, even though you weren't next to people, you know, like you still got to see, like we got to see people from both coasts. There was a gentleman from, from England there, people from Canada, like there was all these different people that got to interact and yeah, it's just Zoom, but we still like, how often do we get to see each other anyways? Exactly. You know, so it, it just felt great having those times to like hang out with people and like, you know, watch different instructional stuff for the, the, the podcast. I, I think it just, we're really happy with how the event went out. Now, hopefully this next year, you know, 
we can we can do it in person but i guess we'll just have to see how the next you know the next half year or so goes yeah i'm really um me being the constant rah-rah cheerleader for all this like i really think in the next 60 to 90 days we'll have a better scope of what the rest of the year will be because i try not to talk politics on this but like at least we have a plan a better plan in place for what's going on with the vaccination and everything like that and um yeah i really am hopeful that you know we can all be together at some point this summer um now let me ask you and i think i heard something but like before rona shut the world down what was your um moped plans for 2020 what was your um, mural plans for 2020 oh my gosh like you know like i had job get canceled um you know funding was crazy i mean you know like there was i chad was gonna go on baker's dozen um mm-hmm. You know, that kind of everything got shut down. Like, what are you going to do? You know, people tried, especially like when it was, when it was first getting going in the spring, like people were like, well, maybe we can do this or this might happen. We're still going to plan for it. And then, you know, like what, four months later, nobody was saying that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, well, you know, next year. Uh, but, you know, they, we, I, I'm part of, um, I'm part of the Kalamazoo Earth Day Committee. And so that happened where we were, hopefully planning and doing, which we typically do a live event. And we had to like switch with like a month and a half time to do like a virtual event, which mm-hmm. yeah, crash course. And <clears throat> you just, you just did what you could and, and you, and you made it happen. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's been a weird for, for me. It, well, it's been a weird year for everybody. This yeah. year for me, it was like a new project. I started a, a comic. Um, and so I, I, done more sketching on my computer in the past year um as far as hours probably than ever like Mm -hmm. it's just it's just labor intensive so yeah the introvert me which likes to sit down and just draw like people while people were losing their minds in their house i was glued in front of my computer drawing so i guess i could have had it worse um, yeah no, it's good. It's good you have that outlet. Like I, I broke a lot of rules this year. I tried to be as safe as I could be, but like, you know, come June I was going bonkers. So I did get out and saw some people all over the coast. But um, again, I haven't. I never. I haven't contracted Corona, and I. I do got. I don't talk about my personal life too much. Um, one of the sales team member at my job and we, I work for a smaller company, less than 80 people. He's on life support right now with COVID-19 and um, yeah, he was a, you know, and that's all I, that's all I'm willing to talk about right now. Um, My thoughts. And I I hate that fucking cliche line because of everything that said, but like, honestly, my prayers and thoughts are with his family. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, granted, I don't know this individual that well. He knows my face. I know his face. We've yeah. chatted once or twice, but like, I never want to see anything bad happen to anybody. And I feel terrible for his family right now. Um, you know, I, I will say, um, you know, I didn't mention this shit, but like, we still rode. Like, as a group, like, we rode all the way into the fall in like late fall because of the what? Well, thanks for the warming. Um, yeah. But you know, like. And those rides, like, you know, when, if we went someplace, we messed up. We, like, you know, we still played it safe, but we still rode. Mm-hmm. We still rode as a group. 
Yeah. Um, and that, and that took on even more meaning. I can say in Minneapolis, like when people would get together and ride, they'd still, I think finally around May, I, my timelines is screwed up from this year. Like the casserolers decided to start doing their meetups again. And, um, it was nice. I mean, granted, like it was, it was a little weird and a little little cautious at first because like still and people still don't know what's what with everything um but it felt nice because and you probably can totally identify with us like when you get on your bike and you're with a group it's like you take a pause out from reality for a moment and that's that's what i really enjoyed about mopeds this year i don't know if you can identify with that well i mean the thing is like you're outside Mm -hmm. like as long as long as you're not like congregating in close quarters with a bunch of people for long periods of time, even outside congregation of close quarters, which, you know, we just, we just spread out. Like you just use common sense for a lot of it. And mm-hmm. we, had, we had great meetings. We still did, you know, we still did food where we'd like either order out or whatever, and just like break out the camping chairs and like give ourselves some distance and like kick it. Like it's just, you know, when you have to adapt and like, you just have to adapt. Yeah. Like, life is not static <laughs> this is, i i like that life isn't static um yeah i what right now with the way things are what are your um 2021 plans uh, have you kind of put anything in place for your art or for mopeds or are you just kind of on a holding pattern right now for everything um, you know for for mural and art wise it's actually gotten kind of busy for me um i'm doing some planning for some um an industrial mural in the summer um as well as um some uh illustration projects and then you know i write a comic so that just takes a lot of time so art wise like i'm busy um, um, is there, I don't want to wrap this up by any means, but is there anywhere you could point everybody and I'll put a link on your, um, your profile deal when I do that on Instagram, but is there a website or anything you can send people to, to check out your art? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to uh, check out uh, my website, um, well, if you want to actually read the comic, it's on my Instagram. I do a almost daily posting with it. Um, and my Instagram along with all my other social media is go bonus saves uh, my website is www.gobonussaves.com uh, g-o-b-o-n-u-s-s-a-v-e-s um and you know you can buy comics at my shop um you can uh check out mural work you can look at illustration work um check out my cv <laughs> um whatever and then uh instagram has more of the daily uh the postings for the comic and then um, Facebook is just, I mean, I don't really pay, post on Facebook much. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's pretty much like Instagram website. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of Instagram um, just because. Uh, but what was it? What, so you're just kind of on, like, have you and Chad tried to put any moped plans together for the year? Or are you guys just yeah, kind of in a holding pattern? So, so I think um, Baker's Dozen is potentially happening it june 27th is when it takes off june 27th um, yeah so i mean i don't typically um because of my job i can never make things in in this that time of the year so oh yeah i get it and and so i mean i would love to go and maybe i can go but probably not 
Well, uh, hopefully you know, can hit the finish line at least. That's in Richmond, and I know all the RVA crowd would love to see you there. It would be, you know, it would be fun. We'll, we'll have to see how it plays out. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess, you know, we'll see. Hopefully there's some moped stuff that goes down for the fall and, you know, early winter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, like I said, I'd love to go down to New Orleans again if, if, if that works. But who knows? Like, I just, I have a hard time, like, planning for this stuff when we just don't know how it's going to shake out exactly and and it is what it is you mm-hmm. know like i mean job wise year wise stuff like that like that's fine because that's one person's show mm-hmm. you know like i've been i'm not worried about that situation because i'm usually in a mask anyways for spray paint and <laughs> i'm not usually working around a bunch of people with that kind of stuff so that's not a big deal. It's just, I guess it's more of the, the rallies and stuff. I guess we'll just have to see how it shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on second chance moped podcast. I feel like I got to know you a little bit more. Um, and that's, that's kind of what this is all about. Um, I, I think I've reached out to Chad and you and Chad are always welcome at my house in St. Paul on this right side of the river. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually it's funny I had that line forever right side of the river and I reconnected with an old friend of mine Katie uh she lives up in North Dakota her and her husband a little like why the fuck would you move to North Dakota she's like Jim I don't know what I was thinking I was in my late 20s blah 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 like um but they have like she's the one who got me going on that line because I lived in Minneapolis and she lived in St. Paul and like you look on the map, it's on the right side. So that's where I got that line from. But um, I got to, I always forget to do this at the top of the show. Everybody, we, you can find second chance moped on Instagram at second chance pod. Um, Leave me a message. Tell, give me some feedback, whatever you got ideas for a show or guests. I'm always welcome. Um, I'm booked out for the next couple weeks, but you know, I like to be ahead of the schedule because it's, that's what I love about this community. I honestly, as of Sunday, I had zero guests and I reached out and then next thing I know I'm booked out for a month and that's what I love. Um, so reach, reach the second chance on Instagram at second chance pod. Um, our Facebook group is second chance, uh, moped podcast, um, gmail at second chance moped um yeah it was really great having you on today we'll chit chat a little bit afterwards um but again patrick i gotta thank you so much for coming on second chance moped podcast and don't forget mopeds are dumb (laughs) thanks for having me on yeah